The End of Homo Sapiens. This book began by presenting history as the next stage in the continuum of physics to chemistry to biology. Sapiens are subject to the same physical forces, chemical reactions, and natural selection processes that govern all living beings. Natural selection may have provided Homo sapiens with a much larger playing field than it is given to any other organism, but the field has still had its boundaries. The implication has been that no matter what their efforts and achievements, sapiens are incapable of breaking free of their biologically determined limits. But as the 21st century unfolds, this is no longer true. Homo sapiens is transcending those limits. It is now beginning to break the laws of natural selection, replacing them with the laws of intelligent design. For close to 4 billion years, every single organism on the planet evolved subject to natural selection. Not even one was designed by an intelligent creator. The giraffe, for example, got its long neck thanks to competition between archaic giraffes rather than the, to the whims of a super-intelligent being. Proto-giraffes who had longer necks had access to more food and consequently produced more offspring than did those with shorter necks. Nobody, certainly not the giraffes, said a long neck would enable giraffes to munch leaves off the treetops. Let's extend it. The beauty of Darwin's theory is that it does not need to assume an intelligent designer to explain how giraffes ended up with long necks. For billions of years, intelligent design was not even an option because there was no intelligence which could design things. Microorganisms, which until quite recently were the only living things around, are capable of amazing feats. A microorganism belongs to one species can incorporate genetic codes from a completely different species into its cell, and thereby gain new capabilities, such as resistance to antibiotics. Yet, as best we know, microorganisms have no consciousness, no aims in life, and no ability to plan ahead. At some stage, organisms such as giraffes, dolphins, chimpanzees, and Neanderthals evolved consciousness and the ability to plan ahead. But even if a Neanderthal fantasized about fowls so fat and slow-moving that he could just scoop them up whenever he was hungry, he had no way of turning that fantasy into reality. He had to hunt the birds that had been naturally selected. The first crack in the old regime appeared about 10,000 years ago during the agricultural revolution. Sapiens who dreamed of fat, slow-moving chickens discovered that if they mated the fattest hen with the slowest cock, 
some of their offspring would be fat, both fat and slow. If you mated those offsprings with each other, you could produce a line of fat, slow birds. It was a race of chickens unknown to nature produced by the intelligent design, not of a god, but of a human. Still, compared to an all-powerful deity, or deity, Homo sapiens had limited design skills. Sapiens could use selective breeding to detour, detour around and accelerate the natural selection processes that normally affected chickens, but they could not introduce completely new characteristics that were about rather absent from the genetic pool of wild chickens. In a way, the relationship between Homo sapiens and chickens was similar to many other symbiotic relationships that have so often arisen on their own nature. Sapiens exerted peculiar selective pre pressures on chickens that caused the fat and slow ones to proliferate, just as pollinating bees select flowers, causing the bright colorful ones to proliferate. Today, the 4 billion year old regime of natural selection is facing a completely different challenge. In laboratories throughout the world, scientists are engineering living beings. They break the laws of natural selection with impunity, unbridled even by an organism's original characteristics. Eduardo Cac, a Brazilian bioartist, decided in 2000 to create a new work of art, a fluorescent green rabbit. Cac contacted the French laboratory and offered it a fee to engineer a radiant bunny, according to his specifications. The French scientist took on a run-of-the-mill white rabbit embryo implanted in its DNA a gene taken from a green fluorescent jellyfish, and voila, one green fluorescent rabbit for La Majeure. Cac named the rabbit Alba. It is impossible to explain the existence of Alba through the laws of natural selection. She is the product of intelligent design. She is also a harbinger of things to come. If the potential Alba signifies is realized in full, and if humankind doesn't annihilate itself meanwhile, the scientific revolution might prove itself far greater than a mere historical revolution. It may turn out to be the most important biological revolution since the appearance of life on Earth. After four billion years of natural selection, Alba stands at the dawn of a new cosmic era in which life will be ruled by intelligent design. If this happens, the whole of human history up to that point might, with hindsight, be reinterpreted as a process of ex experimentation and apprenticeship that revolutionized the game of life. Such a process should be understood from a cosmic perspective of billions of years, rather than from a human perspective of millennia. Biologists the world over are locked in a battle with the intelligent design movement. 
which opposes the teaching of Darwinian evolution in schools and claims that biological complexity proves there must be a creator who thought out rather who thought out all biological details in advance. The biologists are right about the past, but the proponents of intelligent design might ironically be right about the future. At the time of writing, the replacement of natural selection by intelligent design could happen in any of three ways, through biological engineering, cyborg engineering, cyborgs are beings that combine organic with non-organic parts, or the engineering of inorganic life.